All right. Hey, hey, we're back for another episode of Tesseract TV. Uh, I'm Curtis. I'm Heather. And we're here to discuss WandaVision, obviously, or as I like to call it, it's an interesting time to have a show where your content uh, regularly references is Joss Whedon stuff. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep, okay. That was cool. my way of just acknowledging the current um, tea that's spilling all over Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, <sighs> lot of spillage. <laughs> yeah, it hurt. It, it, <laughs> but that is, this is not a this is not a Whedonverse podcast. This is uh, an, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I guess. And uh, <laughs> we, we are talking about WandaVision season one, episode six. Are we on six now? Wow! Yep. All new Halloween spooktacular. You gotta say spooktacular. You gotta do something like that. Do I though? I did it. Okay, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, who uh, who did the writing and directing on this one? Well, obviously, well, it's, it's Matt. Matt Shackman. He does all the episodes. Always directing, so far at least. And this um, is written by Chuck Hayward and Peter Cameron. Lovely. Created by Jack Schaefer, who mm-hmm. I am so on board with everything she's doing now. Oof. I know. She seems cool. I feel like she's got it together. If only we had it together and could get access to these people. I was doing research trying to figure out how to pronounce like Matt Shackman's name. And all these people got interviews with him. And then I, I was like, we ain't got no damn interviews. Oh. <laughs> well, we, ha- we also haven't tried. <laughs> I mean. Oh, you got to do that? <laughs> I feel like they don't come to you when you're a, <laughs> a random podcast that's done a few episodes that nobody listens to. <laughs> they not going to let me manifest? Let me manifest. <laughs> did, did you make a vision board with vision? I, I need to do that now for the pun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can so we focus? <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's. People like off. the banter, I think. <laughs> Three people who listen, let us know if you like banter. Oh, Jesus. Uh, (laughs) okay first things first um i was paying close attention to the previously ons uh since last episode i noticed a previously on that had been switched from what we had actually seen oh that's right i didn't notice anything that was different but i did notice something that i wasn't did we talk about it why was the hex um not the red scarlet witch color until she came out until and now, back yeah. in. I was noticing that this episode. Yeah, because it was a completely normal color. And then after she comes out, does her murder guns situation with her accent, goes back in, it becomes red and has that red signature that the drone had, that everything out that Monica had when she got yeeted out. God, Wanda loves to yeet someone, doesn't she? That's it. Yeah, don't say the wrong thing. You know, she got temperaments. But, yeah, why wasn't it red before she came out and went back in? Okay, so my, I'm thinking maybe it's unstable or um, the more you aggravate the field, the more menacing it gets. Something like that. But even, even like this episode, I, I know I'm jumping to the end, but when she expands it, when it goes over everybody, on the real world side, it's red. 
And then on the other side, it's still kind of like that vaguely see it like a TV thing. Okay. See, my theory is just that she didn't originally create it and it didn't have her magic signature until she made it stronger when she went back in. Hmm. I don't hate that either. Because everything we've seen multiple times now in this series that everything she touches or uses her powers on has the red hex signature. But at the beginning, it didn't when they were doing all the super like old sitcoms. No, but it it and it doesn't even now like when she does uh, random little magic type things like floating the dog's collar when mm-hmm. she was playing with with Sparky or or anything like that. It's when she's not in her little bubble when she's forced to confront that something's not right here when she uses that magic and her real powerful magic it always has that signature on it and you would have to think that originally creating this hex would have been very powerful actual intentional magic well i think um we do have our biggest hint in this episode that she had help of some kind right that's where I'm going with the uh, commercial. I know we're jumping around. I'm sorry. We wanted to be organized. Um, <laughs> no, it's, we're never going to be organized. Let's just jump around because I have something to tie into that. So you go with your commercial thing. Yeah. So the commercials about that kid on the island, he's hungry. And then the shark's like, hey, you need something to eat. Here goes some yo magic. And yeah. then the kid starves to death. And then everybody. So like, it's like, was that her metaphorical like feelings or whatever, dying, and then somebody gave her magic. Yeah, is that her emptiness? Is she feeding off someone's magic to survive, to get through her grief? Or is someone feeding off of her and they've just put her in this little happy place so that they can keep siphoning magic off of her and keep her distracted? Because if she fights back, she's, you know, strong as hell. If it's something that's sucking souls, then it's a giant cat, and we've all been wrong. What? Why do you hate cats? I don't. They just suck souls. And you just have to be very careful when you're around them. That's so racist. (laughs) (laughs) So... The thing I I had that kind of ties into the did she create this or anything like that was also the intro, the Malcolm in the Middle intro that we got. If you were paying attention to the lyrics, you know, it's don't try to fight the chaos. Don't question what you've done. Don't question what you've done, like as if you did this and now and then put yourself in and forgot about it, like also mm-hmm. mind whammied yourself. Um some days it's all confusion, easy come and easy go. But if it's all illusion, sit back, enjoy the show. Let's keep it going. Though there may be no way of knowing who's coming by to play. But so that was the lyrics were super creepy. Who's coming by to play? Do you think that's a Pietro reference or other big bad? No, I think that's someone else coming by because okay. Pietro's already there when we get this theme song. Interesting. I did find it weird that they jumped straight to 2000s. I guess a a lot of it is overlap, but somebody pointed out 
the movies on the marquee when they were um, in town. And one was Parent Trap, The Parent Trap, and then The Incredibles. Those movies came out six years apart. What the hell? I should have thought to research that. I I didn't research. It was just a, a comment a, a friend made on Twitter. Um, so I was like, oh, interesting. I don't know. I have no clue what it means. Or why it would they anything. do that? They trying to make me mad. Let me look up this. Time runs so differently in there. It's not night matches night because it's noon inside the hex while it's midnight outside the hex. So I just don't, time is, again, yeah. wibbly wobbly inside Par the hex. Parent Trap came out in 98 and Incredibles was 2004. Why the hell they did that? I really went with them. I was like, yo, okay, they know what they're doing. So I shouldn't, I don't have to research that. And then now I'm looking at these years. You know what? How many years apart that is? That's six. You know how many sides a hexagon has? Are we doing 666 stuff? Well, I mean, Pietro does mention a, a lot of a lot of hell and devil and Satan references floating around in this episode. Man, I don't want the people to be right about damn Mephisto. There's all these references, like enough that I was like, okay, getting a little heavy handed here. But I have to, uh, I think I said this once before. There's for every one of us who's a nerd who's looking at the movies on the marquee in the background. There's two to three other people who are just watching it because they like superheroes and mm -hmm. it's on Disney Plus and there's nothing left to watch after being cooped up for a year. And they don't know anything about Mephisto. And we've gone too far into the series without any indication that there's a bigger bad or, or that it would be him for you know, the casual fan like my sister who doesn't know anything about it, but just still goes to see the movies. She would, it would never occur to her or make any sense. She would never get it. No, I think this last batch of episodes, I think they're supposed to be longer. So that's what I'm assuming they're saving it all for if there's going to be like big reveals or whatever. Um, well, next episode, we still are quote unquote sitcommy, which... Okay. Um, obviously, if we're moving forward in time, I expect to see Kat Dennings as a waitress. Yeah, she got to do some, oh, for two broke girls. Yeah. All right. So did you find it jarring? I found it incredibly jarring that we did Malcolm in the Middle, which was like notable because of um, the steep departure from the popularity of uh, multicam sitcoms mm. into a single cam sitcom. And like that threw me off that we just went straight into single cam mode because I was so used to the stuff with the laughter and the goofiness. Um, it didn't throw uh, me. Really? No. I was so jarred. I was like, this ain't right. Um, yeah, because I, I, I liked the, the audience stuff. I was getting used to that. And then now they threw it all out and they were doing like this whole Malcolm in the Middle stuff with looking right at the camera and the, you know, one or two flashbacks that they did, like when they went trick-or-treating, like that kind of style of thing. Yeah. It was just a different kind of sitcom. Yeah, it, it definitely was. No, that didn't, I, I, we've gotten to the point where I'm not paying attention to the actual sitcom <laughs> parts of it at all anymore. Like that was, as the show has become more and more outside the sitcom world, 
I, I've stopped focusing on the sitcom stuff and making the connections. I'm just looking for Marvel uh, connections now. I'm not even looking for the sitcom connections that are just there for that anymore. Not like I was with the Bewitched and the Dick Van Dyke and stuff. See, I like the sitcom stuff because I'm trying to figure out if they're saying anything else or... And also, I watch a lot of sitcoms. Like I don't. Oh, yeah. see, I watch. I'll watch uh, some white people talking when I need to go to sleep. That's what I call <laughs> most sitcoms. Yeah, that's me watching the the late night shows. White men talk. Oh, um, yeah. What I tend to watch, uh, basically, if Michael Schur created it. Right. Um, sure, sure. 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 Yeah, like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Very sad that that's ending. Um, uh, the Good Place. Mm -hmm. Those were, you know, the the things that I've been watching in the last decade or so. Not the all the random ones. I watched an episode of Mad About You yesterday, so that's how my oh. life goes. God, that was such a good show. I did watch it when it was on, but I had it's. I never like went back, and I never watched um the reboot that they did either. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. No. But anyway, Paul Reiser is an say. absolute delight. I love that man. All that to say, sitcoms important kind of in my life now that I'm thinking about it. So I'll keep an eye on that stuff and I'll let you be crazy uh, person with the with the board. Oh, with the MCU stuff. <laughs> I really am with <laughs> <laughs> the red string everywhere, like yelling at people. <laughs> only only every episode I just completely tear off everything on the board and put together a new one because I couldn't even tell you what my theories were last episode because I've just I've just given up on every theory I just I'm like oh erase 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 okay new set um what were I just lost it I was gonna say something else oh well Edit. it must not have been that <laughs> must not have been that important <laughs> Oh, right, Brooch so, Watch. You were, you mentioned what you were keeping an eye on, and I want you uh -huh. to keep an eye on the brooch at all times. Was it here? I didn't see it. I was <gasps> looking for it. I was very disappointed. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that's because she was in that witch costume, and that was our tell for this episode, I think. Okay. Okay. Because everybody's doing their this is what I really am thing when they're in a costume. Okay. And yet, and yet. She was really either either Agnes slash like Agatha is a really good actress or she was a, a plant the whole way around because right? when Vision releases her. She don't know a damn thing. But the thing I did notice is she said Wanda won't let us like even think about leaving. She said Wanda won't let us. But last episode, everybody was kind of latching on to Agnes being the, the baddie and being in control because Norm had just said her, make her mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. He didn't specifically say Wanda. So every, so it was just People like, oh, like, is that a misdirect? But then again, we also had Monica, when she got yeeted out, said it was Wanda. And she should know who was, you know, doing the mind whammy. It's Agnes's whole thing. I can't. Because, trick, do you know something or not? Like, spill the, what do you know? I know she was trying to leave. That's what I can tell yeah. right now. It yeah. appears she was trying to leave. And, oh, this is another thing we got to talk about. What's up with, uh, Mon uh, not Monica, uh, Wanda's powers. What is it doing to those people? Why are they all paused or in a loop? 
What's that about? I feel, yeah, that woman with the decorations just sitting there, like, same motion over and over and over again, like, crying. I'm like, Jesus, this is torture what she is doing to them. And She's in the forefront, and if you look in the background, her husband is putting down a pumpkin and picking it up over and over again, and he's who I was focused on because that was very funny to me. (laughs) Well, a lot of it is, is it... Is it the the farther away you get from her, the the less her powers are extending? So, or is it like they're it's a sitcom? They're just background actors. Like, Ooh. you don't need them to be doing much. I took it as the first thing you said. That was my that was one of my that um, was the conjectures. That was my like only feeling really. And then when you look at it more, I'm like, well, there could be other explanations, but I really just felt like it was the farther away from Wanda, the less she Coherent, needs, the she's controlling you. Yeah. Is it's either that or, or it could be that in conjunction with being close to the barrier. Like the magic gets more brunt. It's less organized to keep you from going out. Like that's a stop measure. Okay. Like because Ag- Ag- Agnes aware. was right there. Yeah. She was like, "I'm getting the hell out," and then it's she stopped. She's at Ellis Avenue, which so Wanda c- has clearly told her children many, many times, "Don't go there," because she's like, "And remember," and they're like, "We know, Mom." Mm-hmm. So that's where the edge is. Another indication that yes, she is in control and did create all of this and is doing everything yeah we know her ass don't she's not reliable but so then agnes gets woken up because she was talking crazy and then vision does his hand thing and we don't that sounds sexual vision (laughs) uh fingers her brain no i'm not gonna say that uh Mm -hmm. keep going activates her inner woman anyways uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh jeez Oh my God. He makes the real Agnes come out and she doesn't seem all that more coherent than the crazy one. Cause no. she's like, yo, you're an Avenger. Help me. And he's like, I don't even know what an Avenger is. What's that about? He don't know. He has said before he has no memory. He's like, yeah, Wanda, when did we move here? Remember back a couple episodes ago when sure. we were still sitcom world, he has no memory of anything prior to living in Westview. That I would guess- include being an Avenger. I guess what I expected once he, because this is the first time we see him in his actual MCU gear. Mm-hmm. So I guess in my mind, once he did that, that indicated to me that he had some kind of um, recollection of being an Avenger, at least, or if somebody would mention Avenger, that it would jog his brain. He did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. As, as, and also, we get that line earlier that he wasn't really into that. I like, actually, let me back up. I like Vision <laughs> this episode. Because I like that he's being sneaky. Yeah. Because uh, he's kind of playing along with the sitcom thing. But like then he goes, he lies, goes off on his own adventure. And Wanda's like, hold up, you ain't even supposed to be doing that. But I guess I'll and go And he's like, it. oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and that was the, o- the costume was the only thing in his closet. Yep. So we see another way where she's being super controlling. Uh-huh. And then they did that whole weird Mexican wrestler kink thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, but I mean Elizabeth Olsen's acting in that whole situation with uh with him in the costume, and then when he, she turns around for the the scare from Pietro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's good. She's so good. 
God, it's it's killing. She's hilarious. I love her in in every way. So with Agnes, Elizabeth Olsen, not Wanda. Still, yes, I still find Wanda very sketchy. Just want that clear. clear. The Wanda hate still real. I mean, in Heather's heart. Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) I'm softening, Uh, but also no, I'm not. (laughs) Um. So when Agnes gets woken up by Vision, she assumes she's dead because she's like. Because he's dead. He's dead. And he's like, now he's freaked out. And she's like, all is lost. And she's like. <laughs> is this, is this uh, Agatha? Agnes is actually Agatha. And she's just doing a double fake with this situation. Or has she been a red herring the whole time? And I want to know, where is Dottie? Where is Dottie? Where is Dottie? Is she the actual Dottie, where you at? How do you get a blood stain out? She does it herself. Like, is she Do- doing this herself? Dottie, where your weed in statement at? Anyway. Oh, uh, she has a big <laughs> one? Mm. hmm <laughs> <sighs> Again, you said it wasn't a weed inverse uh, podcast, but we got, we got clear links here. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, so what's the next thing? Oh, the kids have powers. So they're doing that part. The kids got their powers. They are they are speed and Wiccan. Um, the kids are a, a weird situation. How so? Because last episode, I really felt like the kids were powerful. Like I thought Billy had brought um, Pietro there. Okay. That was that was one of my theories. Was that well? Obviously, she talked about having a brother being a far way away, and Billy brought him to her. But then Pietro is saying, uh, you know, I heard I got shot. Then I heard your voice calling me to you. Mm-hmm. So uh, the kids don't seem to be. They have their powers, but they don't seem to be in control of Westview at all or have anything like that going on. Mm-mm. We still don't know where the hell they came from. Well, he uh, Pietro does call them demon spawn. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that. I just thought that's what you call kids. It is obviously, but yeah, he called them. He called them demon spawn. <laughs> that, that didn't even seem notable to me because I've been saying that all my life. Uh- <laughs> oh god! Yeah, he calls them demon spawn, and then he also references Westview as being charming as hell. You putting all these links together? You be thinking. Did you smoke weed before you watch this? <laughs> Girl, you I would- doubt that would actually help me. Girl, you um, got the secret. but he's he seems very weird i don't trust because she asks why he looks different he sidesteps the whole question Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. he has a lot more he seems even more able to be aware of things and and that she's doing it than vision does like he knows he's playing a part he knows he's there to be crazy uncle god Uh because he has those moments where he's annoying or whatever and then he'll bring it back and then say something real poignant and i'm like hold up what is happening yeah what happened to your accent what happened to yours yeah like, yeah how did you yeah. he asked like you know how did you even or how did you even do all this what happened what's point, up with the kids where were the kids this whole time right all like oh stuff. so you were just uh yeah you putting just them asleep so no, i mean the ethical considerations i loved that oh you handled the ethical considerations very well shut up obviously <laughs> you're evil 
because whoa um that's been my issue with wanda forever is uh the ethics of her and how she just does what she wants with other people's free will so is he real then because he's still on her side because there's that part where he's asking her okay yeah you put all the couples together you put the kids to sleep and stuff and then she's about to deny it she's about to be like oh no i didn't do it and then he's like no it's cool and then yeah. she, then she kind of comes clean so i'm trying to figure out is he just a conjuring well i was wondering is at that point when he asked how did you do all this i thought for sure he was some kind of plant like okay Hayward Hayward had sent him in somehow, had another secret project going on and was like sending someone in to get information. But then like two seconds later, she had that flash of the dead body. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, that wouldn't happen if it was not a weekend at Bernie's situation again. Like, I don't know. We're not sure if she's animating corpses or if she's just seeing trauma. How do I still not know that? How are we this far in and I still don't understand what's because happening? Because that's how these Disney Plus shows work. Like they're they dump everything in the last like two episodes or whatever oh. of the shortened seasons. Yeah, I was looking. Um, you know, we're a month away from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's only six episodes. Now I get that that one's going to just be a fun action situation. It's not. We're probably not going to have anything deep to talk like about. deep theories and meanings and ethical considerations i mean there's ethical considerations in shooting people and probably dumping people off of high cliffs and all that kind of stuff we can talk about that if we need to i mean i find that a little less offensive than taking away their free will and torturing them and making them pick up a pumpkin and put it down I mean, over, and over, and over and over again but what else so what else well okay so vision finally gets the nerve to see you know, he wants to be part of that world. <laughs> and he jumps outside the, the hex and uh, lo and behold, he can't survive out there. No. And and I don't know, was did he actually get outside the hex or was he still like like trying to punch through a piece of plastic and never quite got through? Oh, no, he definitely got through. But like pieces of him are getting sucked back in yeah. like he. All the pieces that aren't real, like that have either decayed off or. Yeah, maybe like the magic's wearing off or something. I couldn't figure out if it was the magic wearing off or if the spell placed on him is literally you can't leave and it was sucking him back in. Yeah, that's the thing. Was he being sucked back in or was he disintegrating to his reverting to what he would be outside the bubble? Well, it definitely looked like the pieces were flying off of him and going back into the hex mm-hmm. so anyways he goes out there and he you know he gets to murmur out the words like the people need help and that kind of stuff meanwhile new white man's being super douchey this whole episode and a little too douchey it's like previous episode he was just douchey enough that you were like oh he's probably evil now here i feel like he's gone over douchey and is clearly the villain now that our favorite characters have decided to go off and say he's doing sketchy crap that I feel like it's going to be a Snape reveal and he's actually been on you know help trying to help the good guys the whole time well he almost had me on his side when you know he was saying look how's 
you weren't here. Okay. Yeah. Look, it was real out here. So we don't have the luxury to be all optimistic and stuff. They were doing something with Vision's body when she, she came in to steal it. And now we have the connection that he's for, been tracking Vision. Yeah, he's been tracking Vision. He was doing something like that. And Project Cataract. Classified weapon. Something that uh, people had pointed out. Uh, this was not my discovery, but uh, many people were saying this online. Last episode, Vision's eyes. If you compare his eyes to, you know, Age of Ultron Vision... He used to have robot eyes. Now he has human eyes. I just think that's, look, the budget has to go somewhere. <laughs> Do we want to spend all the money to animate his eyes every time? I well, literally think that's what that is. But cataract is also I relate. I know. And then at the end of the credits, they always focus on Vision's eye. Yes. Ah, why? Yes. <laughs> I don't like when crazy people on the internet are right. I really don't like when that happens. So I'm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's just he seemed extra sketchy in this episode, which anytime you're so obvious about it, I assume that you're being extra obvious on purpose because it's not really that. Well, he took pot shots at uh, Monica's mom. Right. And I ain't like that. That seemed so weird and random, especially because he seemed so close to her when she came back to S.W.O.R.D. after the, you know, she reappeared. She came back. They seemed like they knew each other and they were close and he had known her mom. And See, I think he's just snaky and he wanted to keep Monica close. Um so he could keep tabs on her and and then that way she wasn't poking around in his business as they're driving as he's rushing away and all of his people are getting sucked into the hex and he's radioing he seems genuinely concerned about the welfare of his people like i'm not seeing general ross showing that level of concern he didn't care about darcy he didn't even know if darcy worked for him <laughs> you know what no we're, we're no one's really sure who called her sword called her in right uh, uh, I guess. I don't know. Also, Darcy's the hacker and the astrophysicist. And... Yep. She's taking all the roles, all okay. the all the at the chair roles. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we got our other okay, over the head hint. Monica has powers. Okay, we yeah. don't have to speculate on that no, no more. No, it's just she's now a, a mutant superhero thing. thing and does not seem to care at no, all about anything like... weird happening to her. Oh, I've, just seen, like... I've seen someone with cancer so who cares if I have like yeah bitch a lot of people have <laughs> yeah I didn't get that rant either I was like you were really nonplussed by this whole thing why why is she like this she seems off ever since she came out uh -oh. and don't tell me that don't tell me Monica off she seems off Monica don't be off <laughs> I can't have Monica be off I don't know. We already got an off Wanda. I can't have no off Monica. Monica be together. I think I think she's just focused. Let's just say she's focused. We still don't know who she's about to meet up with. I hope that happens next episode. Yep, yep. Oh, I do have this person she's going to meet up with who has a way to get her back into the hex. Why didn't she? She walked through it the first time. Um, when the hex expands, we find out that 
yeah, you can still just get sucked in as a normal human. Like it, you don't need to be inside Wanda, something. If Wanda wants you to, though, I think is still the thing. Why would Wanda it. have wanted her the first time? It, That's what she was trying to figure out because she was like, I think Wanda was trying to bond with me or something. Maybe they, they have a trauma bond, something like that. Maybe she felt like her grief and was like, now Wanda's felt, just feeling people's grief. Them. She'd be feeling people's stuff. You know, she a little feeler. <sighs> She'd be out here with the feely feels. I do. I did love Pietro calling them the red wiggly woos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the line of the episode. That was your um, line? That, that one or the um, Jimmy Woo. This is no time to diminish your colleagues because the second, the second Hayward's like, oh, which one of you is the sassy best friend? I was like, oh, Hell no, he didn't. And then Jimmy Woo came right in and I was like, that's right, Jimmy, preach. Yeah, I like how Jimmy uh, was serious this episode. We don't get to see him not be a goofy um, often. And he got to actually punch people and be mm-hmm, competent. Mm-hmm. I like that. That that led to the other funny moment. Why didn't anyone tell me the plan? <laughs> like Darcy's, she's good with the taser. If you remember, you could have let her yep. in on something. And well, she got handcuffed to that truck so now she's gonna be in sitcom world yeah yeah which links back to remember those posters they came out with a few weeks ago where she had the symbols on her chest yes okay so keep an eye on that i don't know if that's gonna come back into this one or not um let's see while we were doing favorite lines my favorite line came at the end of the episode where uh pietro says hey don't sweat it sis it's not like your your dead husband can die twice Except for he has died twice. Well, I died twice. Sorry. Anyways. No, uh, I swear to God, that's exactly. I was I was trying to hold it in. I, I know. I know. I, that's why I just had to do it because I know I know how this goes. Can we face it? Buffy references, everybody. I'm sorry. Wow. We can't escape the Whedon in this episode. Told you. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so was there anything else we left on the table here? I mean, we still just got more questions, basically. That's that's the thing. That was my overall feeling at the end of this episode. One is the, you know, we cut to the police stand by while the hex was still expanding. Is it still going? Is it going to take over the whole earth at this Ooh. point? Like, how far is she expanding this? Right. Yeah, because we didn't it didn't stop. It, it hadn't stopped by the time the episode stopped. What's your uh, what's your rating for this episode? Uh, are we changing our rating system? We we had discussed Not that. Yet. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm fine. Okay, out of six. So there's a lot happening in this episode. You know, you see her super powerful, like with the eyes going. You get a lot of the Pietro stuff. You get a lot of the Vision stuff. The kids get their powers. But I'm not getting any answers. I'm not getting any mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. indications on theories. It feels like we we were running, but on a treadmill. A lot was happening, but we're still in the same place at the end of it. I, th- I think this is the equivalent of like uh, when you have a DJ set and then you have a song that everybody likes and then you go, you know, you go get to the peak and then you have to bring it back down again. Yeah, so like yeah. the Pietro reveal was like, oh, holy crap. And then Let the beat drop. Yeah, now <laughs> now we have to we have to we have this episode as like a bit of a palate cleanser so that stuff can get real again. While I liked this episode, there's nothing specific I can point to that I didn't like. I'm I'm putting it down at a four and a half out of six. Okay, okay. Um 
episode four. Mm-hmm. Are you actually writing it down? Are you t- are you keeping track of our ratings now? I'm trying to. Oh, I have no clue what I've rated anything. <laughs> I have um, no memory of any discussions we've ever had prior to this. You got a better memory than I do because I really do not know. People be like, uh, also shout out to my friends who be listening. I appreciate y'all. But people will be texting me. You said this, this, and this. That was hilarious. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so I will rate this episode. You went four and a half. I'm going to go three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This one didn't really hit my spirit like I needed it to. Right. Um, I feel empty at the end of it. Like, <laughs> I feel as empty as all the dead bodies Wanda's carrying around. Um, I do want to see more. I, I uh, I see dead people moments. I like those. Um, yeah. How did they get us with the same gag twice? <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, but yeah, overall, I guess I would have liked more use of the Malcolm in the middle thing. Um, if you're going to do it, like do some more with it, I suppose. But then, and then that was just also jarring to not to go in a single cam, but I guess that's what we're doing. And now I'm pissed about the whole movies on the thing. So yeah, three out of six, that's what we get. <laughs> that pissed you off? I really think it's just all time has no meaning in there. But then don't do a riff on those the are the only two. Those are the only movies she's seen oh. or that she can remember. So you can't, you can't have something true. in there that was never in her head. Yeah, because did they even so have movies if in If she Sokovia? was busy living in an orphanage in that time, does she know what movies there were? If they if they uh, go back and tell us that those movies were significant because that's all they had to watch, then maybe I'll change my mind. <laughs> there's, no, there's no changing of the ratings. All right. But um, otherwise, I'm giving this three out of six dead fish for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird that their memories are different, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's a construct anyways so y'all join us next time also remember uh find us on our socials at tesseract tv uh Mm -hmm. remember to rate us apparently if you're searching wandavision in like apple Podcasts, it's not gonna show up so search specifically tesseract tv i feel like if you if you're listening you already found us so Hit subscribe. Uh, let your people know. Let you know. Suggest us to people. Hit subscribe. Do a rating thing, please. Put some five stars on there so we can show up in people's searches. So we can be champions like Tom Brady. You ain't have to do that. I do like. <laughs> I do like how he got white girl wasted in the sun. So wasted. He went full Florida man. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't know <laughs> what oh. day drinking was really about. Like, Bless he didn't his know. heart. On I that boat. He, I hope mm. he drank enough sunburn water. <laughs> Oh, that man. Anyway, that's a different podcast yet again. (laughs) No, it's this one. It's still this one. (laughs) Bye. Bye, y'all.